Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. It's your broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios. Dan Plucker hanging out with us as well. Drew Wagner. Uh, we'll be joining us here in about 15 minutes. Can get a, a writer perspective as far as kind of how most writers view uh, voting for an individual award. Uh, as far as it is it based on just on the field or on the court? Is it based on you know what you think of the person on an all way? from the court or the field, or how do a lot of writers kind of go about this? And uh, if, if you've listened to Drew Wagner in the past, you know, uh, he's not share, not shy to share an opinion on what he thinks of a situation. So looking forward uh, to talking to Drew Wagner, who's covered Wisconsin sports for a hundred years, because he's old like I am. So we'll talk to Drew coming up uh, in just a few minutes. Plus if you missed out on Andrew Brandt, we'll play that back for you uh, at the, uh, towards the end of the show too, if you missed out from him uh, right now, though, I said right there towards the end of the big show that Aaron Rodgers was talking, and I'm sure he'll say something that we'll end up talking about this afternoon and tomorrow. And he did not let us down. You want to know why he didn't let us down? Because all of this stuff that he said yesterday on Pat McAfee's show about, hey, you know, I, I, I just, you know, my new philosophy, love, I, I just, I don't care, right? It is what it is. Like, I, I'm not as sensitive. I don't let this stuff bother me anymore and so forth. Sounds good. And I, I said on the big show, hey, man, I'm down for this. Good for him. Because, you know, he, he's been known to be overly sensitive about stuff before and uh, and take stuff personal and, and hold grudges and so forth. I've been known to do the same. Uh, so I can get down with it. Like, all right, good job. You kind of like figured it out a little bit. <laughs> well, apparently not. Apparently he said it yesterday and we're back to same old, same old with Aaron. Now, listen, I'm not here to tell you that Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be mad about what Hub Arkish said yesterday on the score. Of course, right? Be mad. Hub Arkish talking about the fact that he wasn't going to vote for Aaron Rodgers uh, regardless of what he did on the field, that he made up his mind uh, in the summertime after seeing how Aaron treated the organization and how the whole thing played out, that he wasn't going to vote for him even before the season. Then, obviously, everything that happened during the season with him not being vaccinated, missing the Chiefs game, and so forth, Hub added that in. But when Sparkins, uh, Parkins and Spiegel uh, questioned him, namely Danny Parkins, said, so this all has to do with the summer, so you had already made up your mind before the season started. He said, yeah, I wasn't voting him for him just based on what he did. That I don't think you can be an MVP of your team after he did what he did to the organization over the summertime and being a distraction and all that stuff. So he, he clarified that he had made up his mind before the season. Okay. He clarified in the interview. Now, maybe Aaron Rodgers didn't hear the whole interview. Maybe Aaron Rodgers only heard a couple minutes of the clip of the entire interview. Um, and that very well may be. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, uh, again, and Aaron, uh, our guy Dan Plucker is working on, on getting his, the audio to play back here. But Aaron Rodgers on Hub Arkish, uh, this is from Rob Domofsky, uh, says he's a bum, an absolute bum. 
Uh, Demosky says Rogers thinks he should be excluded from voting for MVP because of his predisposition about him as a person. A uh, quote from Rogers, his problem is I'm not vaccinated, end quote, and added that if it's the case, then make it, quote, the most vaccinated player, end quote. But, but, but okay, he may have a problem. Pub may have a problem with him for uh, not being vaccinated. And I, I think he very well may. But if you listen to the whole interview, Hub already decided he wasn't voting for Rodgers prior to that news ever even coming out. Like, he'd already made up his mind at that point. So from that perspective, um, I think Rodgers has that part of it wrong. And to say that that you don't care one way or the other, but then your response to Hub is by calling him a bum and name-calling, clearly you still care. Clearly you, you still do give a... You do. Yeah, you do, Aaron. You really do. I mean, you said one thing on McAfee, 24 hours later, you're being the Aaron that we all uh, know and love or whatever the case may be. Now, uh, this is Aaron Rodgers uh, talking just a few minutes ago while we were signing off the big show. This was all playing out. This is Aaron Rodgers talking to the media about the comments Hub Arkish made uh, on 670, the score. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. But I mean, to and I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the offseason that, you know, I had zero chance of winning the VP, in my opinion, should exclude, you know, future, future votes. Um, you know, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. Because he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. I mean, I've never met him. I've never had lunch with him. I've never had an interview with him. Um, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. You know, so if he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with a, an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. But he's a bum, and I'm not going to waste any time worrying about that stuff. He has no idea who I am. He's never, never talked to me in his life, but it's unfortunate that those, those sentiments, it's surprising that he would even say that, to be honest, but yeah, I knew this was possible. We talked about it on Mac a few weeks ago, um, but crazy. All right. So there's Aaron Rodgers. So him and McAfee joked about it. Maybe neither one of them thought it would actually happen. They thought it was funny and passing. And clearly, uh, again, I don't think Hub's the only one. I think there'll be others. Uh, but again, they won't publicly say it like Hub said it. Plucker, I need some clarification. If you can give me some clarification here. We didn't find out until after the summer about Rogers not being vaccinated, correct? Because the assumption was that he was vaccinated into the season, until he ended up in the the protocol right this summer he because that was the whole debate when he was tested positive and it came out that he was unvaccinated that he couldn't play against the chiefs was that he said that he had been immunized during the summer i think it right. was in either late july early august he said that he had Correct. been immunized and so everybody so, was thinking and that's why that whole uproar really happened because if he if he was just an unvaccinated player i don't think it would have been as big of a deal, but the fact that in some people's eyes, he had lied to the media and then went on McAfee and said all of those things about his his thoughts and people have differing opinions across the board. Uh, and I think that is what really hurt him because it, he said that he was immunized and then he doubled down that he was immunized and people disagreed with his thoughts. So this is this is where I'm a little bit confused with Rogers. Uh, and, and maybe I'm I'm missing something. So Rogers started off by saying that he did hear what he said. He did hear Hub talk about the fact that it was his mind was made up prior to the season even starting. But if Hub didn't know about the vaccination, nor did any of us, until in the season, then how can he then turn around Rogers that is and say that it's all about the vaccination. So is he essentially saying hub is lying about having his mind made up prior to the season and is kind of using that now as the reasoning, but it really all has to do with the vaccination. Is that what Rogers is saying? It's essentially calling Hub a liar. 
I mean, I would, I would, I'm, I'm not sure if he's calling him a liar. I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think he's just pissed off, honestly. And I, and I think all, all rationalization. I mean, anytime that somebody calls you a bad guy on that scale, like we're talking Chicago sports radio and almost a national level. And then eventually it turns into a national thing that literally the entire league is talking about. You're not going to be very happy about it. And especially because Rogers probably has felt slighted the last couple of years. It's what motivates him. It's what it's what drives him. And, and now he's put back in the situation where he's going to be looked at as the underdog. I think that he plays against the Lions, and uh, I'm, I'm, as a Lions fan, I'm nervous to see how that turns out because I think he's going to try to put on a statement on Sunday. Well, it all depends on how much he even plays. I mean, he may play a quarter and they pull him out, and you won't have to worry about getting absolutely slaughtered by him. Yeah, but Aaron um, Rodgers think... can still do a lot of damage in a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's 21 nothing after one or something, and then Jordan Love comes in, the final score is like 24 to three or something. Who knows? But look, at the end of the day, I just think, well, I'm curious to see whether or not this will affect hub and everybody that works with hub going forward. As far as you're affiliated with hub, you're not getting uh, any of our player interviews. You're affiliated with hub. You're not getting anybody from our organization. Like how much of a stance will kind of be taken against hub Arkish going forward for saying what he said. Uh, and again, today he, he came on the score again uh, with uh, Bernstein and Rahimi Instead, he apologized for saying and telling everybody that he wasn't, you know, necessarily voting for Rogers because not any part of the voting process should have been talked about until after the vote was done. But not that I heard of, not the audio that we were sent from Chicago. Anywhere in there, did he say he was wrong for, you know, eliminating Rodgers from contention for the MVP from before the season? Or he didn't apologize for calling Rodgers a jerk uh, or the biggest jerk in the league? Like, none of that happened today. So he didn't back down from his stance on Rodgers' one iota. It was more about getting back in the good graces of his friends, the other 50 writers, who I'm sure now uh, are going to be looked at with a side eye a little bit here as far as uh, are you – are you within the hub camp if you don't vote for Aaron Rodgers? Maybe I'm wrong, right? I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win this thing in a landslide probably now because I, I just don't know if you haven't made your vote yet. If you And I don't know when the votes were due necessarily uh, for the MVP awards. Maybe they were due already. But if you haven't made your vote yet, and you see now how this whole Arkish plays out. Aren't you a little fearful of if I don't vote for Rodgers, and let's say I vote for or Brady, right? If I vote for one of them, am I going to be looked at like, oh, that must be one of the guys that agrees with Hub, regardless of what I say, people are going to think that I'm in the Hub Arkish camp at this point. I just wonder whether or not this actually kind of helps Rodgers get that MVP vote uh, because people are now going to be kind of scared to vote against Rodgers uh, in fear of public perception that they're in the hub camp on this whole thing, Dan. Well, I, I I also want to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just called out an MVP voter. Do the MVP voters make a stand and just not vote for him? Because he called him a bum. Because he called him a bum, right. Yeah. I mean, it. I, either way, it could be true. I mean, yes, maybe there's fear of, you know, people kind of get, receiving the same scrutiny that Hub Arkish has through this point. But at the same time, I think you have to look at it that way, too, where, I mean, he just called an MVP voter a bum, said he's never talked to him before, and and I guess, like, didn't turn the other cheek in this situation, shot right back at him. And so now do all of those M- other MVP voters have a conversation with Hub, say, hey, man, you shouldn't have, uh, you know, given these thoughts on air, like, you should have kept that to yourself. Because you're right, now he, he makes them all look bad and puts them all in this predicament, but... At the same time, we've seen writers be spiteful in the past, and now that one of them has been called out by the player himself multiple times, Aaron Rodgers in that quote, calling Habarka Shabam, uh, somebody who's well-respected in this industry, that's why he's on 60-70 the score in the first place, Like now do we see the, the opposite of what you were just saying, and do we see all of these writers or some p- writers stand by Hub and the work that he's done throughout his career, and you know, not vote for Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. You know, because again, if you're Hub Arkish, okay, you call him a jerk. He responds by calling you a bum. 
if you're a hub, are you clapping your hands going, and you proved my point, right? I mean, is 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 that what maybe hub is thinking now that this is coming out uh, as far as he, by him name calling hub, uh, does hubs of point kind of become valid at that point? I, I don't know. I don't think that would have been the tack I would have taken if I was Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, maybe you get Hub's number from somebody. Aaron has enough connections. Get Hub Arkish's number, have a phone conversation with Hub Arkish, and have it out that way, right? Uh, instead of getting to the name calling uh, in a press conference. Maybe the reaction just is, yeah, he, he doesn't know who I am. We've never had a phone conversation, but I'd like to have a phone conversation with Hub and really get to the bottom of uh, what his beef is with me. And maybe we'll get to that point at some point. All right, next question. Hey, maybe maybe that's how you answer it. By by getting into the name calling, uh, as you point out, Dan, maybe that does backfire a little bit on him if these other writers decide that they're going to stick up for Hub Arkish uh, at the end of the day. More from, more from Rogers on MVP voting. He says a lot of times it goes to the best player on the best team and we're the best team. So insinuating that he's the best player. Insinuating I better win this thing. Right. Exactly. I've got it all set up. Don't screw me. And now if they don't vote him in, regardless of what every writer says, if every writer, if they vote for Brady and not Rogers, uh, then it's going to be insinuated that everybody held all of this against Rogers, regardless if they do have uh, seemingly a good argument numbers wise or stat wise of why they voted for somebody else. It will not matter because Rogers I'm guessing and others will say it was the hub reason more than anything else. And that's why he got screwed out of the deal. McAfee will say the same thing on his show. Uh, and this whole thing uh, will become a fiasco. So whoever wins it outside of Rogers then will not be credited probably like they should be with the award. Could you imagine Jonathan Taylor wins it? We get an MVP that played for the Wisconsin Badgers and then he gets it. And then you've got, you know, a Rogers and a McAfee and these guys all saying, well, I should have won it. I didn't because people, more people obviously agree with hub uh, than we thought. And I, I kind of got screwed out of the award, but congratulations to Jonathan Taylor. Anyhow, because by doing it that way, you pretty much discredit the season that Taylor had discredit him getting the award by making it about you versus hub uh, and the other writers. And that would suck, man. Cause I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee a Jonathan Taylor will ever have a chance to win another MVP award in his life. And if he actually does, it's going to be kind of the shine will be taken off of it. Same if it's Cooper cup with the Rams, uh, Brady's won of MVP's awards before. So if that happens, I'm sure Brady will handle it. However, Brady wants to handle it. Um, but that would kind of stink. Cause I think if somebody wins it other than Rogers now, the spin is going to be on that these guys that didn't vote for Rogers did it because of Hub's reasons, even if they may deny publicly. And that may be true that they didn't vote for that reason. That's not what most people will believe going forward. Let's talk with Drew Wagner, longtime writer, cover of uh, Wisconsin sports, our old uh, baseball insider here on the fan years ago when we started the radio station. We'll talk to Drew next here on the uh, Sparky's Midday Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University studios. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is Drew Wagner. Drew, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, my friend. How you been doing? Uh, doing good, man. Uh, hang it in there. I, I wanted to get you on because, you know, of everybody that I know, uh, that that's a writer. I know you, for one, will never sugarcoat anything uh, and will always – bring the real, I guess you could say at the end of the day. So I wanted to get you on to kind of get your thoughts on this whole deal. Um, so I'm sure you have heard the hub arkish comments on 670 to score uh, yesterday saying that he wasn't going to vote for Rogers uh, regardless of what Rogers did on the field. His mind was made up by the end of summer based on what Rogers did in the off season. Then he further pointed out about the vaccine deal and him missing the chiefs game uh, and so forth. Uh, and call him a jerk uh, and said it doesn't matter what he did on the field. It wasn't going to matter. So from a writer perspective, you know, Hub says there were no guidelines for the MVP award. It just said most valuable player. There was no guidelines set. In most cases, when we start talking about voting for awards, uh, whether it be, you know, a walk of fame with the Brewers or whether it be, you know, MVP in different leagues or whatever, are there normally guidelines set for the writers as far as, the criteria that you are expected to follow, 
or is it pretty much uh, wide open as far as how you kind of want to vote? It, it, it is kind of wide open, and, and I say all this, you know, with a preface to it, because I've, I've never voted uh, in the NFL awards or even the NBA awards, so my experience is limited to the Baseball Writers Association awards, MVP, Rookie of the Year, um, um, Manager of the Year, uh, Cy Young. So just going off that, uh, and it's a little bit different in baseball. We do have some guidelines to it. Um, but not much. It, 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 like MVP, for example, you know, it's which player is most valuable to his team. Um, so, so guys that have voted for that one, they have their own, you know, uh, kind of guidelines to how they vote for it. There's a little bit of outline that's set in the voting process, but there's nothing specific like these are the factors that you can and cannot take into account. And I understand that's where a lot of a lot of the anger comes in voting for any award in any sport, you know, year after year. Did I lose you? I think we might have lost Sparky. I'm going to. Uh, no, oh, I got it. Go. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. Right. I was just me screwing up my phone. Um, so when we talk about um, voting and you've got 50 people voting for an award, how much conversation is there during the course of a season uh, drew as far as, you know, guys talking about who they're leaning towards and so forth. How much conversation is there in those press boxes throughout the course of the year? Um, I mean, it does get discussed. And again, this is just coming from the baseball standpoint. We usually don't get our award assignments. And let me kind of explain how the baseball voting works before I get, you know, to inside baseball. So each award is voted on uh, by two writers from each city in each league. So for example, you know, the Brewers are a national league team. The Milwaukee chapter is a national league chapter. So, for each award, two of us get assigned to vote for a specific award. So this year, for example, I had manager of the year. Uh, Will Salmon had a vote for MVP, and that's how it works. So we don't know who it is, who, who we're, we're assigned to vote for uh, or what award we're assigned to vote for until usually sometime early to mid-September. There is discussion throughout the press box leading up to that of, you know, who's who's in the running for, for the award and why, and, and guys kind of talk about, you know, what their, what their parameters are for voting. And once the assignments come out, you know, you try not to do too much uh, discussion about it because you don't want to influence your vote or have your vote influenced. But there have been times where, you know, I kind of, you know, grasp the, the thought process of, of, of guys in the, in the press box or even guys in the locker room, like, Hey, you know, who are your guys? Like, what, what would you look at for voting? Um, that's ultimately not the decision factor for me. Like, at the end of the day, it comes down to me sitting there and kind of pulling my hair out over my balance until the very minute that it's due. Um, but that, there's, there's discussion. How much that weighs into a, a voter's specific, specific ballot decisions, you know, that, that's up to the individual voter. But, um, yeah, it does get discussed throughout the course of the season. So, obviously, from a fan perspective – um, and definitely from a player perspective, you've seen the players tweeting about this on social media. So many players think that some, some people may have agendas out for them, whether, you know, they got blown off for an interview or they weren't treated correctly uh, or have other issues with uh, opinions that the players may have and hold that against them when the voting process comes. It, do you think that's, you know, kind of prevalent because, as I said on the big show, we're all human beings. And as long as you give a human being a vote, all of that stuff becomes a possibility at some point. Absolutely. I do. And for right or wrong, it's a part of it. You know, I hear people complain all the time. Why are the baseball writers voting? Why, why not turn it over to the players or turnovers? But you hit the nail on the head. As long as there's human beings voting, there's always going to be somebody in there that has some bias. That's not going to make sense to anyone, but that voter. You know, players could vote it. Let's say the NFL MVP was decided on by players. Do you, do you think that there's players in the National Football League who don't think Rodgers is a bum for what he did during the offseason and for the way that he handled the vaccination thing and, and for what he did, uh, you know, against the Bears a couple weeks ago with that whole Ioni thing? I mean, there's always going to be someone that's got a gripe against somebody when it comes to casting a ballot or making a choice. See, so yeah, I do think that plays in, into part of it. And I'll be honest, there are times where I've taken how someone interacts with the media 
uh, into my decision-making process. It's rarely, if ever, the deciding factor. But listen, it's part of it's part of the job. You know, like it or not, agree with it or not, part about being professional and athlete means you have to deal with the media. So uh, you know, I, I understand why people are upset about what what Arkish came out and did, but but I, you know, turn the question around and say, well, are you okay if uh, a player decides he's not going to talk? to a reporter or he's going to call a reporter out uh, in, in a press conference or some other setting or on social media, if he doesn't like what a writer is saying, you know, right or wrong. So, you know, it's, it's a fine line and it, it's a gray area and you can start any number of cliches here, but I think it's just human nature. To that, to that point, talking with uh, Drew Wagner here on Sparky's Midday Madness, uh, follow him on Twitter. Always an entertaining follow. You can see all the great pics of his dog by Andrew Wagner at by Andrew Wagner uh, on Twitter. You you bring up, you know, if, if a player goes at a media member, my experience uh, from being around this for a while is nine out of 10 times, those fans uh, will side with the player and attack the media member. It feels like, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like in most cases, media members are the enemy and players normally are always sided with in most situations. Absolutely. And that, again, that's just human nature. You're fans of the team. You're not fans of the reporter. And, and that's correct. That's the way it should be. That's, that's yep. how it is. You know, people are paying they're paying to go see the game. We know they're not paying to read the newspaper. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right about that. Now, Drew, that the there. other part about this is uh, – that's okay. That's fine. Drew, the other thing about this is, you know, Roger's response today uh, – I don't know if you heard it or not, but uh, Sam Schmidt's back in the studio. Go ahead. Play Roger's uh, response uh, to the Hub Arkish comments that he had about a half hour ago to the media. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. But I mean, to and I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the off season that, you know, I had zero chance of winning the VP, in my opinion, should exclude, you know, future, future votes. Um, you know, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. Because he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. I mean, I've never met him. I've never had lunch with him. I've never had an interview with him. Um, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. You know, so if he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with an, an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. But he's a bum, and I'm not going to waste any time worrying about that stuff. He has no idea who I am. He's never, never talked to me in his life, but it's unfortunate that those, those sentiments, it's surprising that he would even say that, to be honest, but yeah, I knew this was possible. We talked about it on Mac a few weeks ago, um, but crazy. All right. So there is Rogers drew. So yeah. now okay. you're the okay. so part of these 50 writers, right? Part of these 50 writers, they he calls your one of your guys uh, a bum multiple times in this. Is there an us versus you mentality now if you haven't filled out your vote because of Rogers going after Hub uh, or not? I don't think so. I mean, believe it or not, and this is just again going off the writers that I know and interact with on a daily basis. Right, we're not that petty of a group, and I'm listening to those comments. Like I heard, I had saw on Twitter that he called Arkish a bum. And I just kind of rolled my eyes because that's Rogers being Rogers. But like the rest of his comments, it just goes to show why people think of Rogers outside of Wisconsin as a, as a jerk. I mean, more people agree with Hub Arkish than will agree with Packer fans because this is what they see of him. And this whole, I've never heard of him. First of all, that's a crock because I'm not a big NFL guy. I don't follow the NFL aside from my beloved Bengals. I know who Hub Arkish is. I know he's been around forever. He's seen more NFL football than, than Rodgers will. So that's BS. And, and this whole that he's only doing this because I'm not vaccinated. I mean, the guy outlined his issues with it. You know, he talked about the whole offseason thing, talked about the vaccination thing, talked about the way that he handles himself. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not buying Rodgers' comments. And it's, 
it just kind of makes Arkish's point. Now, to that point, I think Arkish is wrong to come out and say, I've made my decision from the start of the year. Like, you don't go out and explain your, your gripe in public like that. If he would have just gone out and cast his vote for Jonathan Taylor or Joe Burrow and had Rodgers somewhere on there, that's fine. But to come out and say right now, I'm not voting for him and I've had my mind made up since August, I mean, I think I think that's where the error lies in Arkish's fault. I don't think he's he's wrong at all for voting against Rodgers, and I don't think his reasons are wrong. I think going out there and, and just putting it flat out before the ballots are even cast, I think that's where the mistake was made. I'm talking with Drew Wagner. Follow him on Twitter at by Andrew Wagner. One more for you. I said this before you came on. Tell me if you agree or not. I really think now that this could obviously, uh, maybe, well, prior to him, prior to Rogers calling him a bum, I guess, but I think this could actually kind of work in Rogers' favor a little bit because now, if you haven't cast your ballot yet for the NFL MVP, you see how people reacted uh, to Hub. Now, if you don't vote for Rogers and you vote for anybody else, I've got a feeling that the the talking points are going to be, well, they're not saying it, but clearly they're in Hub's camp. That's why, you know, Jonathan Taylor's the MVP this year. Or that's why, you know, I'll say, I'll put your Bengal quarterback in there. Joe Burrow is the MVP this year because everybody agrees with Hub and that's why he didn't get in. And then Rodgers and McAfee will be going off on the air about it and so forth. And it's really going to take shine away from anybody else that could possibly win the MVP at this point. Uh, you're absolutely right. He just, if you go back and listen to his, his statements, he created the narrative. Notice how he didn't bring up any of his crap from the offseason, you know, any of any of that stuff. He made it all about one issue. I mean, it was a great political move. I mean, that, that was that was a great political statement there, reestablishing a narrative that works in his favor. I think you're absolutely right. I, I think this will unfortunately change people's votes, and I think it will tarnish anyone else who gets votes or even wins the award over Rodgers because now the narrative has been set. People only voted against Rodgers because of his vaccination status. He's our guy, Drew Wagner. Follow him on Twitter at by Andrew Wagner writes for, of course, Forbes. Follow them at Forbes Sports on Twitter and him at by Andrew Wagner. Drew, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Hey, can I throw one thing in here real quick before we bounce out? Friday night, if you're like me, went to Pius, class of 96, the 96 state championship team, which featured a guy, you may have heard of him, Mike Kelly, being honored Friday oh, yeah. night before the Popes take on, uh, before the Popes take on New Berlin West. So uh, if you're a pious kid, come on out, see it. It's going to be a pretty cool night. Well, if you've got connections, I'd love to have Mike Kelly on the show, Drew. You can get that, that, get that done for me, buddy. Do, I'll see what I can do. You there. take care, buddy. There. There. Take care. There he is, Drew Wagner on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Applying for a home renovation loan. Is you feeling anxious? Breathe. I like Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Uh, and Drew Wagner, never bashful. Never, ever, ever, ever bashful. And that's why uh, always fun to have uh, Drew on the air. So I, I was going to play Andrew Brand back, but I, I changed my mind. Because I, I think we got to continue to talk about this. Uh, here at this point. So this, this is my question that I want to know from y'all. Do you think Roger's comments uh, about Hub Arkish calling him a bum several times um, and saying what he said, do you think that helps him or hurts him from possibly winning an MVP this year? Do you think his comments about Hub calling him a bum will help or hurt Rogers from winning an MVP, his fourth MVP this season? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, how are you doing uh, on this? Well, we're already to the middle of the week, I guess, right? We're already to uh, a Wednesday, your, your hump day, I guess, of the week. Trying to get to the other side of this uh, to get to the weekend. Last game of the year for Green Bay as they take on the Lions. Uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers' comments about Hub, about Hub Arkish. Uh, and if you haven't heard, I'm going to play them for you coming up here right now. So Aaron Rodgers was asked uh, at about, I don't know, 10 to 2, 5 to 2, 40 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago or so, about Hub Arkish's comments uh, from Pro Football Weekly on the score in Chicago yesterday afternoon, Parkinson Spiegel show, uh, about 
know, does he have a vote? And he went on to talk about he does have a vote. Uh, he's not voting for Rogers. Uh, he made up his mind in the summer he wasn't voting for Rogers because of what happened in the summer because of Rogers. And later in the interview, he brought up uh, the whole vaccination fiasco with Rogers and then him missing the Chiefs game. Uh, and so forth. Well, Rogers, this is his first time speaking since that all came out uh, yesterday afternoon, of course, was asked uh, about it uh, today at his press conference. And this is what Rogers had to say. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. But I mean, to and I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the off season that, you know, I had zero chance of winning the VP. My opinion should exclude, you know, future, future votes. Um, you know, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. Cause he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. I mean, I've never met him. I've never had lunch with him. I've never had an interview with him. Um, his problem is I'm not vaccinated, you know? So if he wants to go on a crusade, and collude and come up with an, an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. But he's a bum and I'm not gonna waste any time worrying about that stuff. He has no idea who I am. He's never never talked to me in his life, but it's unfortunate that those, those sentiments, it's surprising that he would even say that to be honest, but yeah, I knew this was possible. Talked about it on McAfee weeks ago, um, but crazy. All right, so there's Aaron Rodgers uh, earlier today. Sparky's Midday Madness here on the fan asking you, do you think this helps or hurts Rodgers' uh, chances at an MVP by him essentially name-calling it Hub Arkish after Hub Arkish name-called him yesterday on the score in Chicago? Matt, north side, you're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Matt? What's going on, Sparky? So what do you think? Uh, I I honestly don't think it hurts the chances at all. I mean, anyone that's going to be that, you know, that narrow-minded of a voter isn't going to take anything that's being said by him now into consideration. I mean, anyone like that would already have made their mind up beforehand, just like this other guy on the Chicago radio. I think Rogers is right. I think it's a travesty to, to think that there's voters out there that use things against people other than their play. So I honestly think that, his comments don't hurt or help him. I just, it's those type of people are who, who they are. Thanks guys. So you don't think, you don't think the other writers will now kind of rally to Hub's side now and kind of vote against them because of him calling Hub a bum. I think he's gone. You I left, him on, I left oh. him on the air, but he already left. That's all right. So uh, Matt is gone. Let's go to Nate on the north side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Nate, do you think the Rogers calling Hub Argish a bum multiple times will help or hurt his chances at another MVP? Um, I don't think I don't. I, I, I believe that they. I believe it's like the same as last call. I believe that they don't hurt or help. Um, the main the main person who helped Aaron Rodgers' case is the guy who called him a, a jerk and. Um, Harbargers or whatever, he he helps right. this case more than anything. Um, for the same reasons you noted, um, you 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 call him out or you say you say all these things about him. Now that that puts into question everybody else voting for that award. And if he doesn't win it now, all he's going to do is get on Pat McAfee's show and he's going to say, "Well, Harbar the dude has said other people felt this way." And it's going to, like you said, it's going to not credit, not give this award any accountability, even though I think he should win it from the from the jump, and he deserves it from the jump. But um, it's going to it's going to discredit that award. And for the guy who did that, it's like that's that's not, that's not even like that's not even like for me that's not even necessary. If you don't if you don't agree with him, with the with the uh, him getting the award, all he had to do was say. Yeah, I don't know who I'm voting for. Um, I'm leaning towards a few others, but I'm not. I'm not going to comment on that. Other people have been right. on the show, on your shows, and other radio shows. And when they're asked about MVP awards, they say, 
I can't really talk about it. I'm leaning leaning to this way, but yep. as of right now, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to say about that. He has to be. He has to be more of a professional. Um, as far as that, calling him and calling him a jerk, that's that. He can. He can. You're you're a writer. You've been writing for uh, so many years. You can articulate something better than calling him a jerk. So for people to criticize Aaron for calling him a bum, Aaron is just saying what. If somebody says something to you. You're going to say something bad. He's defending himself, so that's what, that's what I feel about that. All right, Nate, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, dial it up. Uh, let's get your thoughts. Uh, do you think this helps or hurts Rodgers by retaliating, essentially, name-calling back at Hub Arkish or Pro Football Weekly by calling him a bum several times? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. MJ, Southside, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, MJ? Hey, what's up, Sparky? Thank you for taking my call, man. Um, sure. So here, here's my deal. I don't think it's going to really affect the MVP voting too much. Frankly, I think the MVP is probably one of the most overrated um, awards there is in football because it's pretty much a quarterback award anyway. But setting all that aside, right, I mean, you know, I do agree that, yeah, okay, it was a bit confrontational for Hub to say what he did. But uh, it also shows, once again, in my opinion, Aaron didn't really listen to what he had to say because all he keeps going back to is this whole vaccination thing. But honestly, I mean, I think the crux of what uh, Hub was trying to say is during the offseason, he did not display the kind of leadership that he believed, apparently, uh, an MVP needs to show in order to actually be the best, most valuable player on his team. And, you know, you can disagree with that or not, and that's fine. But it really didn't have anything to do with his vaccination stuff. Now, obviously, that didn't, you know, help him in Hub's eyes. And the fact that he keeps doubling down on it, obviously, it seems like that's not a good thing for Hub. But, but this whole idea, he didn't know who he was, come on, man. That's a, that's a national name. You know what I mean? That's, that's all just BS. And, you know, frankly, I'm just tired of it, man. I just wish he would stop talking about it. Uh, because he All right. keeps like like what your last professional had, and then I'll be off. You know what a lot of other people see is just when he says those things, they just shake their head and roll their eyes at him. You know, us in in the community, we may see some more sides of him that we like, but but frankly, I can't blame Hub for thinking that of him. Well, thank you for all right, MJ. You betcha. Thanks for calling in, MJ. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, does he know who Hub Arkish is one way or the other? I don't know. I have no idea. I Look, I have no idea how much Aaron Rodgers um, follows on social media. I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers reads uh, in his downtime. Does he even pay attention to sports media on the Internet one way or the other um, to know who Hub Arkish is? Now, again, 17 years in Green Bay, Hub Arkish is literally down 94 in Chicago. Um, to say you don't know who he is, eh, maybe not. Maybe he didn't know who he was. No clue. I, I do know that a lot of times um, you will hear uh, athletes when stuff like this happens, where they get upset at a reporter, uh, the easiest you know jab is, I don't even know who the person is. I have no clue. No no clue who he is. So that's their way of saying that's a, that calling him a nobody without calling him a nobody. Now, Rogers took it a step farther and called him, uh, a bum several times uh, for a couple of good uh, exclamation points uh, on top of it. Uh, Mike in Greenfield, you're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness on the Fan. What's up, Mike? Uh, that MJ made a great – Yeah, he was spot on. Originally, I called in to say I don't think it's going to hurt Rodgers at all. If people research this whole COVID thing and the problems with the vaccination, uh, they, they realize that – there's a lot of misinformation out there, and uh, uh, people are starting to understand why some people won't get vaccinated. But MJ made the point that Rogers kind of, you know, I, I I took it the same way Rogers did the guy's comments, but uh, I could kind of see the guy's point. But uh, um, so I, I guess I'm uh, in the middle of the road now because of it. But people need to research. All, all everything about uh, the vaccination, uh, why, you know, I know most people I know are vaccinated. And it's kind of crazy, but uh, MJ made a great point, but I don't think it's going to bother him at all. So that's what I have to say. All right. 
Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate it. And we're going to see how this whole thing plays out. I, I think at the end of the day, Rogers wins the MVP in a runaway. Now, the, the, the most embarrassing thing that could happen at this point going forward is if he wins in a runaway and the only vote against him is Hub, right? If there's only one vote that doesn't vote for Rogers and that becomes public knowledge, everybody's going to know who the one vote was that didn't vote for him. So that then at that point would make Hub look even worse. If it's 49 to one for Rogers, Hub's going to look even worse than he does already. If that's what happens now, if this ends up being really close, um, that's one thing. If he ends up losing it, uh, then the, again, like I've said before, then it's going to be, he lost it because of everything hub said and that others believe what hub believes and just won't say it publicly after what happened to hub for saying what he said publicly. And it's going to take shine off of whoever wins the MVP award, uh, going forward, coming up next, we'll check in with Rami Makloff from the Rami show. He'll join us. Tell us what's coming up on his show. Hmm. I wonder if it involves Aaron Rodgers and hub Arkish. We'll find out next here, uh, on Sparky's midday madness. But first let me tell you all about, uh, my friends over at young express. Right now, uh, they are seeking a customer care specialist uh, to join their team. Uh, you need to be responsible for helping customers by providing product and service information and resolving technical issues. Now, the responsibilities that you have, you get to handle customer inquiries and complaints, provide information about the products and services, troubleshoot and resolve product issues and concerns, document and update customer records based on interactions, and develop and maintain a knowledge base of the evolving products and services. Now, what they're looking for qualifications-wise, previous experience in customer service, sales, or other related fields, ability to build rapport with clients, ability to prioritize and multitask, positive and professional demeanor, excellent written and verbal communication skills, familiarity with CRM platforms, uh, traveling with a territory, home nights, and weekends. So you're going to be busy uh, using your own vehicle with mileage, obviously reimbursed at the end of the day, medical 401k with company match and a Christmas bonus all included. Apply today at Young Express, J-U-N-G, express.com. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. Settle down to awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up <laughs> with all the extras. Visit the Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Got a couple minutes left here. Rami Maklov joins us now to tell us what's coming up on the Rami Show at 3. Hi, Sparky. How are you? I'm doing all right, Rami. What you got coming up? Well, I mean, you know what we're going to start the show with, right? I mean, do I have any choice on what to start the show with? I don't, do I? I'm going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and... Barkish. My question is this, Sparky, and I was just talking about this with our guy DJ GA across the hall over there at Hot 105.7, and uh, my question, do you think off-field controversy will cost Aaron Rodgers the MVP, and would it be wrong if it did? Because a lot of people are up in arms about this, but there have been plenty of times where off-field controversy have cost guys MVPs, and I didn't, I didn't hear anybody complaining. Maybe they were wearing the wrong uniform. Maybe they didn't believe the same things that you did, but definitely guys have been screwed over for off-field controversy from MVPs and other awards, and nobody really has taken issue with it until it was their guy or it was a guy who you know shared their beliefs on things going on in the world right now. So that's what I want to talk about uh, at the top. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I just I'm trying to think in my mind. Give me an example of one that has been screwed over in an MVP scenario that he deserved it. Barry Bonds. Oh, for cheating. No, Barry Bonds. There are plenty of writers who will tell you flat out, I didn't like Barry Bonds because I didn't vote for Barry Bonds because he was a jerk. He didn't play nice. Not because he, he was a cheater. He, he didn't play nice with the media. Yeah, before before we even knew he was right. a cheater. Before we even knew he was okay. a cheater, he wasn't winning MVPs because people thought he was a jerk and he didn't play nice. I promise. Okay. I promise you, Tom Brady lost lost MVP votes for Deflate Gate. Cheating. I well, have no problem for costing somebody votes because they cheated. Well, yes, but if I'm he cheated, if he cheated in the previous season, and then and then the controversy wasn't found out until afterwards. If he has a great season after the cheating, 
do we just factor in cheating, even though we don't know that he did it in that know. particular season? You see I'm what sure I'm saying? That's another conversation. But in this case, Rodgers has no cheating involved here. No. So th- no, no, that no. doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't come into play here. Anyways, what else you got coming up? We got a uh, Zach Harper, one of the uh, best writers in the NBA. He'll be here from the Athletic at three thirty. We'll hear from uh, Devonte Adams at three forty-five. Four o'clock. We're gonna talk some bucks. Sparky, a question for you, my friend. Now that Kyrie Irving is coming back, but only playing road games, would you rather have home court advantage or play in Brooklyn and not have to see Kyrie in a potential game seven? I don't care if Kyrie's playing home and away. Bucks are the best team in the NBA. Oh, look at don't you. Care. I like it. I like that. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Don't matter. Okay, good. Don't matter. Are, but aren't you the one? No, you were the you were one of the people who was saying they only won because the Nets were at healthy last year, weren't you? I don't want to hang anything yeah. on you. You were one of the people saying that, right? Yeah, well, I was I was one saying that they caught a break along the way because they all weren't healthy. That's obviously the case. I just I just think this team is the best team in the league. All right. Regardless of Harden, Durant, and Kyrie are better, I think this team is better than last year's team. All right, so we'll talk about that in the 4 o'clock hour. 4.30, we'll uh, hear from Aaron Rodgers. 4.45, Green Bay football insider Ryan Wood. And then, uh, you know, pick a lane and uh, it'll be a show. It's a show. Sounds good. That'll do it for Sparky's Midday Madness. Robbie Makloff up next. Have a good one. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 